Hello and welcome to Kinsedo Corner. I'm your host, Joe, and on this show I sit down with athletes, coaches, and fitness enthusiasts from Jakarta and beyond, and we talk about all things health and fitness. On today's episode, I had the pleasure of catching up with my old friend, former roommate and client, Gio, to talk about performance coaching and the journey we took together in early 2022 and how this has positively impacted and continues to impact his life ever since. Essentially, I became a performance coach as opposed to being just an online trainer via the certification program from one of the leading coaching companies in the world, Hinsa Performance. And one key part of this very rigorous program was working through Hinsa's entire Circle of Better Life coaching methodology with a real practical client for five months. Gio was this client, and through the work that we did together, I became a better coach, and Gio, as you will hear in this episode, developed and refined the systems, habits, and routines that allow him to lead his best life. So if you've ever wondered how coaching works, what a coach does, and whether you too could benefit from working with one, you'll find all the answers in this fantastic conversation with Gio. Without further ado, here we go. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kinsedo Corner, episode 47 today. And on today's episode, I have a good friend of mine, an old friend of mine, uh, who I've met, who I met in 2011, when we were both uh, studying in China oh. in a in a language school. And um, I guess we were randomly assigned to the same apartment. So we were um, coincidental roommates. Um, and yeah, and that's where I met uh, today's guest, Giovanni. Over the years, we we kind of kept in touch sporadically, but then when I first ventured into uh, online personal training, that must have been around 2017, uh, that's when uh, I had the pleasure of coaching Gio for the first time, first of three, as we'll as we'll learn over this uh, over this conversation, and uh, and then a year later, or about a year and a half later, he uh, he had me or he allowed me to coach him when he had the uh, somewhat brilliant idea to do a half Ironman triathlon with uh, less than six months of prep. So we can we can maybe dive into how that went. But today's episode will focus mostly on performance coaching, which is the third of the opportunities uh, and, and um, occasions that I had uh, coaching Giovanni, which took place about, yeah, about a year ago now. So as some of my listeners will know, um, almost two years ago, I enrolled in a, in a coaching certification course by, by Hinsa Performance, um, a, uh, in the coaching space, a very well-known company. And if, if you don't know, if you don't know them, um, feel free to Google them. That's H-I-N-T-S-A. Um, they work, they basically dominate the motorsport coaching space. They work with practically every Formula One driver um, and a lot of CEOs as well. So they understand a thing about two, a thing or two about getting the best uh, out of people, which in their world is referred to as the circle of better life, where the motto is better life brings better performance uh, and not the other way around. As part of this program, I had the uh, honor and pleasure of working with Gio as my practical client. So I was allowed to, and uh, Gio enabled me to, to the best of my knowledge, of course, give him the same level and scope of coaching that a Hinsa coach gives to, to their clients. Um, so we talked about everything from
from sleep to nutrition to health to mental performance. And we work together over a five or six month period. And today's conversation will focus on how Gio experienced this uh, experience, for lack of a better word, how he experienced this from the client perspective, so from his side. And we're going to uh, dive into how the last year or so since this program wrapped, how that's been going and, and how, how he's implemented some of these coaching concepts into his life, what has stuck, what, what didn't stick, why, what was good, um, and all of that. So welcome, Giovanni. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Hannes. Thanks so much for having me. Looking forward uh, to, to chatting yeah. about this. Always, always a pleasure. So uh, maybe, yeah, let's let's dive right in. So how have you been um, since we since we stopped having our regular coaching uh, conversations last year? How have you been since then? Uh, overall, very well. I mean, I think what's one of the most interesting parts of the coaching is just kind of bringing this awareness of because you have, you know, tidbits of knowledge of, okay, I need to focus on my weight or I need to drink more water or I need to get better sleep or I need to get enough exercise. You know, all these things are going to help, but really bringing them into kind of one bigger puzzle and just understanding that everything's interconnected and that you need that balance in all aspects. Um, that awareness just helps you know, it being top of mind all the time and makes you understand just how to approach things. Sometimes, you know, you're not going to get your routines in, you're not going to get your steps in, you're not going to get in everything because the, just life gets in the way. But just reminding yourself, oh, hey, this is what I need to do to get back on track um, is is really helpful in just feeling better and um, living a, a healthier life. Mm. Yeah, perfect. I th those are some great points you touch on. Obviously, um, yeah, we we talked a lot about awareness. Um, I think on this podcast as well with most guests, I I often come back to the point that basically just awareness of your problems, for the lack of the better word, or basically just mm -hmm. awareness for what's going on, that is kind of the first step, right? You you literally can't fix what you don't know. Um, so uh, so even though the points that you mentioned, drink more water, sleep more, right? Yeah, generally, you know them, but kind of seeing how they fit together and how one impacts on the other, um, uh, that is that is part of the value of, of, um, of what we spoke about. Um, you mentioned habits and routines and, and, and how sometimes you're not able to, uh, uh, to do everything that you want to um, fully. How has... How has perhaps the last year where you didn't have the regular interaction with the coach, how has that been different from the months where, where you kind of always had me in your ear, so to say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think it's interesting to compare how is, you know, the last year where I haven't had, haven't had you as a coach compared to maybe three, three years ago where I didn't have you as a coach, but I hadn't gone through this this training, you know, because um, I, if you look maybe three years ago, uh, I weighed 106 kilos, I'm 187, so 106 is, uh, you know, very overweight, even though I was still running a half Ironman, you know, I was like very fit. I 
always been very fit. I've just been a heavier set person. Um, and I was working a lot, uh, like long hours, and there just wasn't that much balance in the situation. And it always felt very difficult to me to kind of have a grip of my weight or a grip of the situation or the number of hours I slept. Um, and now since my training, uh, everything just feels a little bit easier, weirdly enough. Like mm. it doesn't feel like I'm having to put that much more effort in, but uh, I guess because of just this awareness thing and this understanding of um, how to obtain balance, it just is easier to get where where I'm trying to get. I weigh 93 kilos now, so I essentially lost 13 kilos in in two and a half years. And it doesn't feel like it was a lot of work. You know, mm -hmm. it was just a question of understanding, okay, I need to put my phone away at a certain time and get my hours of sleep in because that's going to impact how I feel the next day. And again, it's going to impact how well I work. It's going to impact how much I eat and if I get my exercise in. You know, so just... It, it starts the night before and, and uh, um, you know, you just, it's a constant cycle of trying to find that right balance. Um, and so since then, even though there are times where, okay, I don't have a coach, there will be times where, uh, you know, I have a big dinner on the weekend and I sleep in and I maybe have a couple of glasses too much uh, of wine or something like that. You, It's easier to kind of get back on track. Um, and that's really, really, really a pleasant uh, feeling to be like, okay, you know, this is working without it being a, a you know difficult. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I love that. Obviously, I I love hearing, yeah. and and this is this is not me trying to take credit for any of these, but I love <laughs> yeah, hear, yeah. I love hearing that it's it's it it has manifested. It has it has taken hold, and it's now habitual right it's it's not to the point where as you say you never miss a day that that isn't realistic but but to the point where okay this is this is so normal that even when i don't do it a couple of days i come back to i come back to mm -hmm. uh, to doing it that way and 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 as such right consistency and patience uh, being the two the two most kind of important virtues um with yeah. healthy lifestyle it just kind of comes back to that all. That's that's amazing. Can you give a few examples of like specific examples of maybe how something that we talked about and implemented during uh, during the coaching how that has how that has yeah. uh, normalized yeah. and and what you still do. So I think like when you speak about awareness, one of the things that people do is you just kind of roll into life and just things happen and then you just, that becomes a norm or the routine, right? So one of the things that you did on the examples of an exercise that we did was just look at how you spend your time during a week, you know, rather than just saying, okay, you know, this is my week, actually say, okay, let me break this down into blocks. How much time am I spending exercising? How much time am I spending socializing? How much time am I spending for myself? How much time am I spending you know, in my relationships with my family, with my partner, um, and just understanding that and looking at it and saying, is this what I want, rather than just, uh, this is how it is. Mm -hmm. And for me, there was definitely a point of, okay, I'm in my case, there was some imbalance towards the social aspect, um, which I really enjoyed, but it was just like, okay, I'm, I'm maybe now 
not dedicating enough time to some of the other things that are important to me in my life. Um, so then the other step was what other things that are important to me in my life. So really mapping that out when we did this mind map of um, what are, what is important and how do you break that down into daily activities that is going to contribute towards the things that are important for you, just making them so much more manageable. So it was uh, first up, understanding what's important to me and then assessing the current situation to be like, am I actually living what I say is important to me? Um, and just doing those small exercises and then every now and then checking back in and reminding yourself of, hey, this is what I've said. Uh, am I living this? Um, really makes you feel like you've got more grip on on what you're doing. You know? And then you can still go on and live your life and have a great time uh, without it feeling overly planned, but it, you do feel a little bit more in control. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I vividly remember the mind map and, uh, that, that you mentioned, yeah. how, how, we, how we broke that down and so on. So do you still... Do you still have that? I don't know, framed up. Maybe not framed up, but do you do you, yeah. do you kind of refer back to that? Is it like a digital thing that you you keep going back to? Yeah, it's funny actually. I I don't check back in that regularly, and I, I do I did update it since the first time that we did it. But it's something I recommend to all my friends, and every time they're like, "Oh, can you show me yours?" So then I'll share mine because I just used it. I you know we made it on Miro, just an online mm -hmm. whiteboard. I'll just share the link with my friends of of this mind map that I have. And every time I share the link, it's an opportunity for me to check, mm -hmm. check the mind map again and be like, oh, this is what I've written. And it's kind of nice. Sometimes you're like, oh, damn, I told myself I was going to uh, play guitar five days a week, you know, something like that. Uh, and it only had to be 15 days a week. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's one of those blocks that I've, I haven't managed to continue with as much as I, I'd like to. But... On the other side, you know, I'm calling my grandma once a week or once every two weeks, something that I, I, you know, really wasn't doing before. And I'm really happy about it. And it's like quite fulfilling to to see, oh, that's what, something that's stuck um, out of the, the broader list of things. So, yeah, it's, you know, you can't always expect yeah. things to be perfect and get there all at once. But, you know, step by step, you get towards, uh, you know, the things you set out for yourself. Yeah, yeah, because I, I also recall that one of the things we we did speak about was that initially I felt your mind map was a bit too ambitious, right? You were basically yeah. you you were going for for high high performance in in all areas, work, social, yeah. learning new skills, music, exercise. You would you were, which is which is basically who you are, right? Trying to just excel uh -huh. at everything, and then that's that's uh, it's a great trait to have, and it it is a little bit of a of a prerequisite to be to be wanting to improve but then knowing knowing that you can't do everything and knowing that uh, yeah if, as long as you hit three out of five let's say um that you're moving in the right direction um that's and, and it seems like yeah it seems like you've you've nailed the balance now and you basically you don't check it obsessively but once in a while you look at it and you're like okay i could be doing a little bit more of that and then and then you go in that direction that's that's awesome yeah yeah it's funny you know like there's I mean, obviously there's everyone's different and i've you know this is an assumption but i feel like you fall into the category of person who's very structured and you know enjoys yeah, yeah. having a certain type of routine and that it's not actually that difficult to wake up every morning and make sure that you do all the things that you need to do to to feel good for you it's like almost essential mm -hmm. uh 
for that to be a thing. Whereas for me, uh, I could, I have a lot more messy, I'm less organized. Um, and it takes effort to stick to routine. Like I actually have to try and, you know, create the path of least resistance. So mm. if I'm going to a gym, the gym has to be 50 meters from my house because any further, I'm the chance I'm not going to go. Um, so it really like takes, um, it takes a lot of work to try and, you know, make sure that I'm, uh, yeah, working towards where I'm going and stick it, sticking to it for longer than a month or two months. Uh, um, so my tactic was sort of, let's go overboard mm. with the amount of things I set myself. And then I probably won't get them all, but as long as I get, you know, 70% or something like that, then I'm, I'll be more than happy rather than saying, let's only try and focus on a couple of these things and then still risk, um, you know, not, not getting there, but it's very personal, personal approach to doing things and just being like, you know, all or nothing is kind yeah. of my, yeah, my totally. way of dealing with it. Totally. Because you just that, have to understand how you are. Yeah. Mm, mm, I agree. Cause that's yeah. the risk essentially, right? If you are, if you're too focused on it and, and you beat yourself up because you've only done nine out of 10, well then, yeah, then, then your map isn't serving you. Then you're basically putting more stress on yourself rather than, rather yeah. than uh, improving, improving your habits. That That's mm -hmm. cool. So what, um, what other systems or habits have you, would you say, have you put in place that enable you to exercise consistently, um, I don't know, eat, eat well, uh, spend, spend the appropriate amount of time on your social pursuits and all that. What, what, what have you, what's changed since, since, uh, since the program ended, if anything? Yeah. It's funny because growing up, you know, as a kid, um, you're, I was just in teams, you know, like my parents put me in sports clubs and you're just, okay, I play in a football team or I play in that team. And you just have a fixed schedule of I train three times a week. I have a game on the weekend. Plus, you know, I'll have a different sport or go swimming. I wasn't having to pick myself up and go for a run, you know, of my own initiative, um, which makes exercising so much easier, you know? Mm -hmm. So now, or as an you know, adult, it's, it's, you've got to create your own schedule, which is um, difficult. So what I've started doing is just trying to put in more organized things into my week. So I'm not having to pick myself up every single time and like make myself be motivated. So I'm now in a cycling club, uh, with a small group of people where there is a, the expectation from each other that you're going to participate uh, once a week, you know? So that's just uh, a really great way of kind of dragging yourself on the bike and going out. And yeah, in, in this case, the group happens to have decided to start cycling on a Friday morning at 7 a.m. on January. So from now on, every other time we go cycling feels like, you know, I'm uh, in the south of France enjoying good weather. So um, just creating kind of forced schedules for myself uh, really, really helps. So if I just see the amount now that I'm able to get out on my bike without it feeling like an effort mm. um, is, is really pleasant. So that's something that's helped. For me personally, if I'm talking specifically about exercising, um, which is one of the, in my case, kind of heavier pillars. Um, I, I like 
balance. I like to mix things up, you know, whereas maybe my girlfriend will be like, okay, I just, I need to go on a run and I need to go on a run with me. It's like, if I've been cycling three days a week, then the next week, I want to mix it up a little bit because I just need to get different types of things in. Hmm. Um, so that's another thing that everyone has themselves. But for me, it's something I just really realize I need to kind of have this variation of options. So that's why, you know, yesterday I went kite surfing, today I'm going to play padel. I don't have to be incredibly good at all these things, hmm. but I noticed that my dopamine that I get is higher when I, I do kind of keep this variation in my life. Yeah, I guess it's right. kind of like going to different restaurants. You know, like I'm fed up with Italian after mm. a while. Mm. A couple after a while, it's time for the next one. Yeah, and 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 it's funny how this kind of brings us exactly back to the point from the very beginning, right? It's awareness. It's awareness of what works for you, what doesn't, right? If you if you haven't even built this awareness, you might think, okay, everyone's going to the gym three times a week, five times a week, whatever it is. That's what I have to do. Maybe that really just doesn't work for you, right? Maybe yeah, yeah. Maybe trying a new a new sport every month is what you need. Where and mm-hmm. then you also you also don't come with the expectation of getting that much better at at each, at each of these things, right? Because you can't, because you keep changing things, um, and that's fine. Maybe that's not your expectation. Your expectation is yeah, you want to move. So whatever works for you, uh, yeah, whatever. Be aware of what works for you, and that's. That's just, yeah, that's perfect. Let's talk a little bit about um, work as well, because obviously for many people um, thinking about coaching and, and, and fitting, fitting all these health-promoting things into life, um, the, the big roadblock is always work or, 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 or time commitments outside of your control, so to say. How are there any things from the coaching other than what you mentioned earlier about looking at how you spend your time um, that have impacted positively um, yeah, yeah, your kind of your work output, your work performance, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So definitely, but let me think of how, think of how to formulate this properly. Um, basically, one of the things that you do in Hinsight is try and develop routines. Um, and try and figure out, you know, how to approach your day. Um, and that, for me, is very helpful also from a work perspective. So, um, you know, introducing certain steps into my day that will help me the next day or the same day just in being more productive. So um, I basically am able to get more work done in the same amount of time. Mm which then frees up all the other stuff. It's crazy. It's like one big uh, revolving hamster wheel of, you know, if you spend too much time working, you don't have time to Mm. do all the other things you want to do, which you probably sleep less, you'll eat more, you'll exercise less. And that just means that the next day, you're also going to spend more time working. Um, Rather than what I do now is, okay, and this obviously in an ideal world is what I do, but, you know, you never really... Mm. It's not, it's not always a perfect day and sometimes you forget to do some components of things, but um, the general idea is, okay, the day before, um, when I'm finishing work before, I already plan my, my next day. So if I've done exercise in the morning, I can roll into work. I don't have to spend 10 minutes thinking about what I'm about to do. It's already, I've already done all the work for myself 
beforehand and I can just roll into my day. And each day I'll split up into blocks um, with small breaks in between where I try and go for a walk or I uh, do the the Tim Huberman non-sleep deep rest protocol where I just sit on my desk and breathe and my colleagues look at me like I'm a, a weird person, but uh, you know they've, they've come to learn that it helps. Um, but you know, splitting up your day in blocks and, and just planning it out in a way where I'm like, okay, I have grip on the situation rather than why have all these thousands of tasks flying in and I'm just going to do them based on whatever's the most urgent and, and kind of like fly through my day and get to the end of the day and be like, what have I even done? Um, so no, it's really setting out the intention of this is my plan for the day, preparing that the day before. It takes a little bit of effort and you need to be on top of it. Just remind yourself. But then when you get through that day, you're like, oh damn, this feels good. Like I've done, you know, most of the things that I set out to do, or I've done, you know, all the things I set out to do, or oh, hey, I, maybe I didn't do anything I set out to do. Why is that? And maybe how can I just fix that uh, for next time? Um, so yeah, even I am more productive, but even if I weren't more productive, it, there's just kind of this mindfulness and awareness of, hey, what have I actually done? And, and, and how is it? It's almost like journaling, you know, just like the idea of, hey, what am I grateful for? What have I done that that I am happy with? And just bringing that into work um, because, you know, everyone has a different workplace and it can be hectic and it can be difficult to control. In my case, I'm lucky that I'm very flexible um, at work, which means that, you know, if I rock up a little bit later because I have uh, an hour and a half morning Bedell, for example, um, you know, no one's going to be weird about it. But if you have... Mm -hmm. um, bit less flexibility just or regardless having group of the situation really really helps yeah yeah and i think i i remember when we when we spoke about that during the program it was basically about just knowing knowing what what's supposed supposed to is a strong word but knowing what you would like to happen or you would like to achieve in a certain block that that just helps you to know at the end of the day well how was the day, right? Was it was it a successful day or was it basically just rushing from one meeting to the next? Um, time time went by regardless, right? But the um, the feeling of of, uh, of fulfillment and, and and just being energized by by what you work on and what you do um, is is a totally different different level. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super happy. I'm super happy to be hearing all these things. Uh, it really it really seems like, uh, yeah, like what we what we worked on um, has worked uh, and continues to work for you, which is which is fantastic, which is perfect. Um, so, yeah. So I I kind of conscious of time as well. I kind of like to move into the um, kind of the the standard uh, questions that I asked at the end of at the end of most episodes, at the end of each episode. And just you know, we can we can exchange a few ideas here as well. But I, I'd just love mm -hmm. to love to hear your take on that. So, first one, um, what's your? And I guess we have covered most of this, but again, maybe you can make it more succinct and and to the point. What's your advice, strategy, or tip on how to make health and fitness a priority for in your life, or or if you were giving advice to someone, how to make health and fitness a priority in their life? I love this question. It's a difficult one. Um, 
I think setting out objectives for yourself, you know, is it a lot of people don't really don't really do that so much for their life. You know, it's people are quick to make KPIs in the workplace, but you know, what are my goals personally and how do I measure if I'm working towards those goals? You know, because maybe maybe health and nutrition isn't one of your goals, you know, but assuming that for a lot of people it is and mm -hmm. it should be, um, you know, just realizing for yourself, hey, this is something that is important for me and then deciding how to measure it. You don't have to be obsessive in your measurement of it. You know, I don't have to step on the scales every single day and check my weight or I don't have to, uh, you know, do a, a VO2 max test all the time or check my base heart rate. But um, having something that you measure that you can be like, okay, how am I actually performing? For me, like really helps you get a grip on the situation. Um, it's funny. So I use this lose it. I used to use the lose it app for quite a while. Uh, and it uses data to try and like help you understand. someone losing weight as opposed to if someone were to follow trying to be follow a similar routine but they only weigh themselves once a week things just aren't top of mind as often you have to remind yourself hey if i've set this out to be something that's important for me i need to be reminded almost on a daily basis mm -hmm. um, of how i'm doing towards that so having grip of that data to me really helps keep it top of mind and then there'll be days where you can you know, do what you set out to do. There'll be days where you don't do what you set out to do, but just reminding yourself, hey, this is something I want. Um, it, it, if it's so top of mind, the times when you're in the supermarket and mm. then buying food or the times where you're reaching up for maybe something slightly less healthy in your fridge, you kind of just catch yourself out and say, hey, this was like, go ahead, do this. But within the bigger picture, remember that you'd set out this objective for yourself. And, and make sure to find that balance again, you know, which is cool the way the way you spoke about, okay, look at things when you're doing calorie counts, look at things from the perspective of the whole week rather than just from a day. It's not a failure if you've gone over your calorie count for the day, um, but just make sure to be aware that you're going to have to make up for it somewhere else by exercising more or by eating less on, a, on another day. Um, so yeah, just kind of having that grip on data for me is, is really important to, to help it just be present yeah yeah i love that and obviously there's a there's a reason that fitness apps have well have mushroomed have grown like mushrooms all over the place because yeah. they work they work for for many people not yeah. for everyone but yeah. they work all right um what's the best or most impactful book that you've either read or given away or, or recommend and that can be for any reason it doesn't have to be a, a health book um yeah any book So I wanted to pick from difficult one. Uh, honestly, though, the the first kind of you personally, I'm a fiction type of guy. So if I were to talk about okay, the type of books that I would recommend, it'll be historical fiction. But uh, in this space, that you were the first person to give me a book like to be a, a book that I read about, uh, you know, how to help yourself and how to better your life, and that was the obstacles of the way. Uh, which ah, I've right, passed on to various other people and uh, really enjoyed 
reading it. Um, I have to say, overall, my opinion of a lot of kind of self-development books are that they say a point, they say the same point in twice as many pages as they should. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they were to just cut it shorter and, you know, just get to the point, that that would be nice. And I wouldn't have to read through 400 pages. And so just give, give me 100 and I'll, I get the message. Um, but I guess, you know, the editor wants enough pages. That, that book was really great for me. Like jokes aside, that was uh, just a first step into a really simple concept of, hey, treat every adversity as an opportunity for learning. Um, that book really, really is, uh, it, it's not rocket science, right? It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's, it's knowledge that's been around for thousands of years. And the idea is super simple, but just reminding yourself of it. And also here again, just being aware. So for example, I'm having interaction with someone on my team and you know, it's difficult. I'm being challenged. Uh, I'm not sure of how to deal with the situation, you know, just appreciating that, Hey, this is, I'm learning right now. Like I'm learning how to deal with someone. I'm learning with how to deal with a new situation. If I, if I were constantly in comfortable situations with my team, uh, it means I'm never putting myself in a position to learn. Hmm. and having these challenges can you know it's tough to remind yourself like oh yeah i don't know my kid's sick you know hmm. what's the what's the what's the learning there you know what's the obstacle there you know I'm, I'm not sure you have to think about what the learning is in that situation but there there always is uh, some way you can improve and just every now and then reminding yourself like hey sure be annoyed you know be frustrated or be sad but like then move forwards and say okay, no, this is something that happened in my life. I can either choose to be positive about it or I can sit here and wallow and, and be frustrated. And that's not going to, that's not going to help you the next time. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was really a book. I, I'd say I, I recommend, I shared it with some of my friends and they're like, yeah, this is obvious, but you know, it is kind of obvious, but sometimes it takes someone you know, telling you something that is obvious and, um, yeah, uh, yeah, help. exactly. And it's not like you say, right? That the concept is is uh, well centuries old, plus simple and obvious. But simple and obvious doesn't mean it's easy to do, right? <laughs> to be in, yeah, a, yeah, in yeah, a car yeah. accident and then look for the positives. Yeah, it take, <laughs> yeah. takes a bit of takes a bit of practice. Um, yeah. All right, moving on to kind of the last one. Um, which of and the obvious the, again the answer might be obvious, but we'll we'll go through that. Go there anyway. Which of the five factors of health and performance do you focus on the most and uh, and how specifically? And to name them, the five factors are uh, movement and physical training. Uh, the second is nutrition. The third is sleep and recovery. The fourth is uh, mindset and attitude. And the fifth is purpose and connection and meaning. Mm-hmm. So which of these five is most important for yeah. you? Why and how? Yeah, so it's it's... Funny, right? When we when we looked at these five, it was interesting to be like, okay, for for two of these, like for purpose and meaning, okay, you're good, kind of like this. It's like okay, I, that side I've already worked out and I feel comfortable with. And maybe, you know, whereas for someone else, they might be like, actually, I, I sleep really well, but um, I really need to figure out what I'm doing and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, am I happy in my work or uh, you know, in the, in the choices I make? Whereas in my case, my focus has always been, also because of enjoyment, has always been exercise. Um, so just like trying to get a lot 
of exercise in setting myself very ambitious goals. Um, so that's been my focus and it still is my focus. But actually, to me, I've noticed that sleep should be my main focus. Mm. Uh, you know, putting my phone away before going to sleep, uh, not eating too close to going to sleep, not drinking a lot of alcohol before going to sleep will impact my next day uh, massively. Even though I'm always someone who sleeps well and I fall asleep quickly, just the quality of the sleep will be impacted. My heart rate might be higher the next day. You know, they're just that. But it's so easy to just neglect sleep because it's not a conscious thing that you're, you know, you're just like, okay, I'm going to bed, whatever, move on, um, kind of like check the sleep box. Whereas exercise, I can see my progress in it and that excites me and it gives me dopamine. So it's something that I really, you know, focus on. So just a reminder to myself of, hey, okay, I am making good steps and this program really was helpful in kind of bringing that general awareness, but it's very easy to, for sleep to be the first thing that you neglect. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's the case for me. Yeah. So I, I yeah. need to bring that more into into the forefront. Yeah, perfect. And I think that that's a that's a general sorry, not a general, but it's it's a common common thing, especially for um people who are, let's say, go-getters and 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 high performers, as well as probably more common while you're still younger. And obviously you are a fair bit younger than I am. Um so sleep is is something that yeah, you you don't think about it when you are a teenager, right? <laughs> well, you think about how yeah. to how to make sure you just get by and um, and get back to the to the next day. So so yeah, so to have brought that focus um, for you is uh, it, it's wonderful. Um, yeah. So thank you, thank you so much, Giovanni, for kind of sharing your journey. And uh, uh, personally, I mean, not just for my listeners, but personally, I was I was extremely interested how things have gone since since we stopped the program. And uh, well, I couldn't be couldn't be more excited for you and uh, and happy that uh-huh. things worked out. So, thank you so much. Um, thanks for sharing. Thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah, and, uh, all the best for your Padel tournament. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and I hope we'll catch up soon again. Thanks. Hello again, folks. Thanks for listening to this episode with the incredible Geo. I hope you leave here today inspired, motivated, and with a few more nuggets of knowledge that will help you to take positive little steps towards your better life and better performance. If you're interested to learn more about Hinsa Performance and their coaching, check out hinsa.com or just send me an email at kinseidofitness, one word, at gmail.com and I'll be happy to have a chat. Until next time, be healthy and well. Ciao.